So up next on the You Ain't Heard Nothing Yet podcast, we have a multi-talented musician who plays lead guitar with the Belfast-based band Buffalo Bay. And in these very strange COVID-19 times, has stepped out on his own to create some of the chillest sounds that you have heard coming out of Northern Ireland in a very long time. He is the guy behind our uh, musical interludes between us chatting Woo. shite and interviewing people. <laughs> Some may know him as David First. I know him as D Slade, but you may know him as Balcony Sunrise. D, my friend, how the hell are you? Ah, uh, what an introduction. <laughs> You're too kind. Yeah, I'm all good. All good, really. Just, uh, well, chilling away, you know, as usual. <laughs> Nothing really else to do at the moment. Yeah. Very true, man. Very true. Very true. We're good, Skish. How are you? Yeah, 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 yeah. Can't complain. Yeah, so, so. the weather's nice. Gets a bit warm. Just get warmer, so can't complain. Yeah. That's it. Oh, I, yeah. I can get out and let the uh, sun kiss my ginger skin for only you know five minutes of the day. <laughs> <laughs> just a sprinkle of sun for you. Just a wee sprinkle, you know. But I suppose look, we'll start off by just asking you, you know, tell people who you are, where are you from, and what do you do yourself. Well, good questions. <laughs> <laughs> I am David Ferris, and I uh, pretty much I'm just making music at the moment. Really, um, I was I'm in a band called Buffalo Bay, and uh, make it, it's like a psychedelic band. And because obviously the pandemic hit, we can't gig at the moment, so I'm just uh, trying to make uh, chill with music at the moment. Really, just to chill myself. <laughs> <laughs> and if anyone else uh, you know gets chill bad, then happy days. Fair play, dude. Fair play. And I suppose, you know, where did you, like, where did your music journey begin? You know, it was, is your, is your family musical, did, were you just, you know, did Santa Claus bring you a guitar when you were fucking 10 or something? Or, or where did it sort of come about? Um, well, I suppose uh, there was always like, there was always an acoustic guitar in the house, like floating about. So when I was young, you know, just messing around in that, my dad was always big into music um, and he like recorded bands and stuff. Um, so I guess it was just kind of uh, just playing or just listening to a lot of the tracks that he was playing you know all the old sort of stuff mm-hmm. uh, Fleetwood Mac and Santana all those type Pink Floyd and all and then yeah just got into sort of faffing around on the guitar <laughs> and then I, I got my my first guitar when I was like 11 or something I got for that birthday got a wee a wee uh, Fender like the wee makeshift one Squire very it's like good. a wee package and stuff. So, and then yes, just started playing away as oh, you do. Yeah, good stuff. You mentioned there about uh, Fleetwood Mac and Santana and the like, your parents' sort of music. Mm-hmm. Who would they be your musical influences, or who do you think you who do you look up to? Sort I of, do, well, I do, yeah, I do love them to be fair, but uh, if, yeah, well, for guitar, um, I do love like Fleetwood Mac and stuff, but for guitar, I'd say mainly like Dire Straits would be my biggest, mm-hmm. biggest influence, you know, bands and stuff. Uh, Pink Floyd as well. Just Dave Gilmore and Mark Knopfler, those two um, would be the main sort of influences for for just the way you kind of play, you know, fingerstyle type guitar for you know, Mark Knopfler. He doesn't use a pick. So that, as soon as I started learning how to play like Salt and Swing, I was like, oh shit, I can't get back. <laughs> <laughs> get back in the pick, you know. And was there any, was there any sort of like, you know, fucking thunderbolt moment when you were younger that you heard, you know, you saw somebody live or you heard something, you're like, shit, that's really cool. I want to do that. Was it there? Um, well, for the first uh, gig, first concert I saw was Eagles. Like, I'm going to sound like a 50 year old here. But, uh, 
it's a very yeah, good concert was, to be your first one yeah it was yeah it was the first one the Aussie and I uh, just saw them you know doing their stuff on stage I was like Fuck, this looks unreal and what sounded unreal and it was like that's what kind of after that moment I was like oh I need to at least try and be in some you know sort, sort of band or something you know yeah um I was I always kind of wanted to being one so that kind of I suppose that was kind of started started mm-hmm. my determination to at least attempt to be a band you know <laughs> well I suppose you know you mentioned about being in a band and stuff there we're obviously not going to chat too much about Buffalo Bay today um, we're here to chat to you about sort of the solo stuff you're doing more of the chill wave music you're at but how did that come yeah. about or how did it come about that you know you were uh, in a band were you his mates or what was the story um, I was one of my best mates at uh, uni um Matthew Harvey, he knew he knew the lead singer. Uh, he lived in the, like near a street or something like that when he was when he was younger, or whatever. Um, Stu, so he was saying that they're looking for like a guitarist. So he gave me his number, and I just I just messaged him to say, "Are you looking a wee guitarist?" <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, and then it just um, they just talking about like our influences and stuff and type of. Uh, vibe he's going for and all and then just kind of met up played a few tunes and stuff and then yeah that was that was kind of that and just happy enough so <laughs> and then just joined and then um there's a day i had like a singer and a bassist at that time and then i knew like a drummer um and then dave he, he came in as well the keyboardist so and then yeah that was that really yeah and was that your first that your first foray in the sort of either playing in a band or, you know, playing sort of professionally, um, you know what I mean? Yeah, it was, it was first first band, like, yeah, and still going, so. <laughs> uh, I was, like, before then, I was, you know, jamming just with a couple of people uh, here and there, but nothing really, you know, wasn't like a band or anything like that. We didn't play any gigs or anything, so, yeah, that was my first first band to gig with and still going, so. Which is a good sign. Yeah, the first yeah. one. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. Tell me this, like, you know, obviously, you know, bands coming together and there's like a great sort of mutual respect for each other and love for each other as well. Um, but are you missing gigging? And if so, what are oh, you thinking about like playing live? Um, oh, well, I definitely last sort of year, definitely been missing. All of us were saying, you know, how much we're missing just any sort of gig at the moment, you know. Um, and just as well playing, but also, you know, seeing other, other bands and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's just it's just that buzz you miss, you know, up and up on stage. It's just nothing beats it really. It's just great, great fun. Just even the uh, even the simple things, just going up uh, for a sound check and then finishing that, going for a wee beer after, you know, waiting, watching the other bands and stuff. And it's just great. You can't beat a wee gig night. <laughs> yeah. Okay. One more sort of question on your, you know, your the band side of things before we get into mm-hmm. your stuff. Where. Yeah. Um, and I suppose we'll touch on this maybe with the Balcony Sunrise um, crack as well, but mm-hmm. sort of creatively, what what way do you guys work together? You know, do you all write or does yourself write? Be, uh, Stewie, the, the, the singer, he'd be sort of writing the, the tracks, like the lyrics and stuff and like the chord progression. And then he'd kind of bring it to us. And then all, all of us would kind of just like, Maybe it'll start with like Dave, the keyboardist, you put the you know the synth bits down. Um and then once they them two have kind of got their stuff going, then I'd I'd probably come in, see like 
pop down like an intro riff or melody or something like that and then maybe a solo or whatever and then we'd bring it to the rest of the lads um look and mick and then get the bass lines down and see what the crack is with the drums and stuff you know get, get the drums going and that's just kind of just all kind of builds and builds and until we've pretty much got the track so <laughs> yeah that's the process really Oh, good stuff, good stuff. Mm-hmm. But I suppose, look, the main reason why we have you here is because you have, you know, doing this, you know, new venture um, yourself, Balcony Sunrise. And sort of my question is, what drew you to creating such like these soothing synth sounds, you know, that are, that are very, very chilled? Obviously, you had, you know, Buffalo Bay, there's that psychedelic element to what you're playing, what you're interested in, and your sound as well. But what mm-hmm. sort of took you really towards these very sort of chilled out beats? You know what I mean? Almost you could close your eyes and you could be in a beat somewhere anywhere in the world. <laughs> um, well, I think it was just like uh, I was making I was making tunes at the start of the pandemic with like Parallax Universe, and it was kind of um, sort of really getting into like synth synth wave and chill wave. Anything with a wave after it seems to be the. <laughs> Uh, Retrograde, um, and I started listening to this uh, YouTube channel, Electronic Gems, um, and it was all this sort of it was like '80s style chilled synth, but mixed with like modern sort of like production techniques and stuff. So I just thought that was that sounded pretty cool. Um, and yeah, I just got really, I just started loving that sort of vibe and all, and just started listening to all all those type of uh, I suppose yeah, electronic artists in in that um channel and stuff, and just led to you know go on Spotify and go to you know the fans also like you listen to see all the other artists and stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I was also you know big into like the Stranger Things soundtrack and um, you know watching the movie Drive, you get all that sort of yes that sort of synthy stuff. I just love it. Mm-hmm. Just um, yeah, it's just a nice. I just think it's a nice sign, you know. Yeah, very cool, very chilled out. Much like the name, where'd the name come from? Balcony Sunrise. Was there a particular balcony uh, or a particular sunrise? Yeah, particular. <laughs> 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 no. <laughs> Romeo, Romeo, <laughs> Romeo. <laughs> no, no specific balcony, but um, I just wanted to think of a name uh, which was kind of sounded kind of chilled, and yeah, it was just a mixture of a couple of things there. Uh, you know, when I was living in Holland, every sort of house had a balcony to it. So after, you know, nights out and stuff, you just go back to the, the balcony, just chill there. And then also, you know, our nights out in the apartment as well, the balcony, <laughs> overlooking, you know, <laughs> um, all, all those sorts of, I, I just kind of wanted a, a name where it was just like after the night out where you're just, you've had a mad one and you just want to chill, but you're still, you're still, you know, in that going out mood, if you know what I mean. Yeah. So um, I thought, you know, Balcony Sunrise was a you know half decent name, you know, so you can just chill the balcony, you've got the tune still going, and you're literally there till like seven or eight in the morning. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we, would, we would never stay up that that late. No. Um, well, we did six o'clock one time. <laughs> <laughs> we'll maybe leave that particular story for uh, after. <laughs> yeah, but then that, that stretches back to Holland. Then there was a few. Seven or eight AMs. <laughs> <laughs> well, look, I suppose like the first track, um, or one of the standout tracks anyway, Velvet Ocean was your first sort of single that you had released. Um, yeah. and the song sort of starts like any other sort of good song. It lays this foundation down and takes you almost by the hand, sort of guiding you through this like 
velvety ocean of of synth and of like electric guitar that then comes in and then almost sort of then just gradually peters out. I mean, like, how did you how did you you know form the track? Obviously, you were chatting earlier that you know when you're when you're playing in a band, it's very multi layered. Everybody brings in their own things. But when you're creating a song yourself, what is your process for that? Um, it kind of it does vary sometimes, but um, quite often I'm just kind of I always well I always like a start of chord progression, but I just kind of play some stuff on guitar usually, mm-hmm. um, some chords, and then once I get a nice sort of progression that I like, I kind of uh, just pop it onto the the keyboards and then try and figure out what the chords are. I, like I don't know how to play keyboards, so uh, I literally get the guitar chord and then I literally just type into Google like how to <laughs> D chord piano, you know, <laughs> and then just like get the actual notes and then I get um, get the uh, the chords going uh, with like some sort of synth um, sound that I like and then as soon as I've got that going then I just create like a wee loop um, and then most important thing for me is just like a melody. It's just as long as I've got, you know, it's a catchy enough melody for me, then I'm happy enough. And then I, I loop that and then just stretch it out, uh, say, three, four minutes. And then I take in things and take away things, add in drums and stuff. So the, I think the main thing for me is just to get in the, the chords down. Yeah. And then I can I can work on top of that. And was there any, like, specific inspiration for that track? Or, you know, like, like um, Velvet Ocean yeah. is a very, it, it paints a, a serious picture in your head. You know? <laughs> Um, I'm just trying to think. Um, the uh, well, it was to do with all the sort of um, the electronic jams sort of artists I was listening to at the time. Then you have that YouTube channel I was talking about um, chill synth. They kind of call the genre, but uh, I just was trying to. I just was trying to make a tune that just really chilled out myself as well. You know, whilst I was kind of go into like the coastal routes of like Northern Ireland and things like that. So it was just like, I always get inspired just by even just like looking at the, the sea, you know, it sounds like pretty cliche, but it is very, it is inspiring. Like, you know, so um, yeah, just kind of, how, I always like to kind of visualize that type of scenario, <laughs> oceans and things like that. Or, um, um, and then, yeah, just cause I've got a picture in my head then I can just sort of make something to it. Fair play, fair play. On that sort of point, has have you yourself have you found like a personal benefit to like making this sort of like such specifically evocative sort of music all on your own, like you know, from like I mean, mental perspective or relaxation or anything like that? Um, well, yeah, well, it's just been a nice distraction, like dur- like during the year, you know, there hasn't there hasn't been too much to do, like <laughs> so, uh, so it just it's just nice, kind of. Uh, always, I'm always just thinking about it, so it's it's nice to kind of forget about stuff. And then, as soon as you're making, as soon as I've got the you know the headphones on and I'm making a track, then I don't really think about anything else. So that's it's yeah, it is good that way. Like, it's good in the sense that it's almost like a, a form of therapy for you, really. Or, or... yeah, no, hundred mm-hmm. percent. Yeah, no, definitely, definitely is like, um, definitely, definitely is soothing to. But even if when I was making like not chilled stuff it still is soothing to make just to, to make you know just because you don't know what you're going to create and stuff you know um sound like they haven't ventured out to heavy metal or anything like that but 
Never say never. It's a progression. Yeah. Never say never. <laughs> um, I suppose the next track was was Golden Mile. Am I correct in saying it was the next sort of single that you? Yeah, it was. Yeah. Really? Um, and again, this real sort of you know eighties vibe in it as well. Is that is that something maybe I suppose that you maybe just talked earlier about maybe your influences? Where does that sort of eighties synthy vibe come from? Is it just yeah. is it just a sound you enjoy or? Well, it is still enjoyable. I suppose I do like um, some of the older bands as well. Their eighties style, you know, like the Cars and things like Spandau Ballet and all. Yes. Um, crowded House. Uh, all those type of bands. Um, <laughs> yeah, so I like all that type of stuff. And then, of course, with the um, the sort of 80s Stranger Things style mm. uh, synth sounds um, I'm obsessed with. <laughs> I still haven't got Sean to watch Stranger Things no, yet. everybody but... says it's a show that is that right up my alley. Yeah. Most of all, Jack. Yeah. Um, but I haven't, haven't yeah, crossed that bridge yet. That's a good show. Yeah, a lot like controversial opinion i don't like the third series though i would say everyone's like everyone loves that series but i'm a love the first and second yeah and then that, I, 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 stuff. Yeah. <laughs> is the second not meant to be is it meant to be the one that like popular like no the unpopular one sorry the second season no? uh, yes it seems to be like, well everyone well people i've kind of talked about they yeah. like three the best and not they're not too keen on the second one but yeah. i loved it that was great so what you're saying is you can announce here your soundtrack in season four. Is what you're saying? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get there. <laughs> and then, yeah, so you're sort of capping off or carrying on your release schedule with 30th of April, uh, your EP, Coastal Dreams. Is yeah. out, without maybe giving too much away, what can you tell us about it? Inspirations, vibe? Uh, well, it is only, it's like the, the two, or it's the tracks I've released so far, and then I've just added another track, Coastal Dreams. Mm-hmm. Um um so i've I released this to be sort of snippet of it there on, on instagram and then um yeah it's be good to kind of get that out um i always i'm already thinking about the next stuff <laughs> but uh yeah it'd be nice just to kind of wrap up the sort of coastal stuff <laughs> yeah um, so uh, yeah i'll be thanks four tracks so probably days man yeah and you know the way you were saying that you know going across Northern Ireland and going to the coast and again, coastal dreams and this sort of very much the, the, the sea vibe anywhere in particular that you like to go that you would recommend? Um, for, uh, for well, us? like I've been going to Donegadee quite a bit actually, like for, like uh, at sunrise <laughs> to, to get the, some video, decent video shots. Uh-huh. Um, as a pre, I was like over there last Friday um, about yeah, about six. Holy <laughs> six fuck. in the morning. You were up early, dude. Yeah, I know. It's quite the sunrise that morning. <laughs> and, um, I know. I'm, I usually lie in, but um, yeah, just to get the sort of the video shot and all of the, all hmm. the sunrise and stuff. But because um, I'm um, starting like a sort of video club with my brother and his mate, they're doing like a, they're trying to make like a big promo thing. Very good. Um, so sort of showcasing like different places all around Northern Ireland, but just in their own kind of style. If they're like sort of hyperlapses and yes, yes, uh, we like time lapses and cinemagraphs and things like that. So we're kind of, I'm going to make the music for those videos. Um, so yeah, that's what kind of been up to recently. Fantastic. So what you're saying is um, tourism NI, watch out because uh, <laughs> <laughs> you're, the odds are coming right now, lads. <laughs> <laughs> Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, no, it's uh, it's good fun anyway. It's something, to, something to archive us anyway. 
Mm-hmm. Um, you mentioned earlier as well about sort of the maybe therapeutic or whatever aspects of making this type of music. Mm-hmm. Obviously, the last fucking more than a year now, year and change, COVID, lockdown, etc. How have you been getting on, broadly speaking, um, COVID-wise in the last year, lockdown now? Um, yeah, yeah, like, as well as really. And it's, I just thought I'd try and uh, make the most of it. Uh, obviously, I'm missing a lot of things, like the gigs and just, well, even just the simple stuff, you know, going for a pint, you know, your mates. Yeah. <laughs> At least the uh, beer gardens are opening up. Um in a, in a couple of weeks, uh, I can see yeah. the smile slowly creeping on your face <laughs> and your eyes dazzling when you're saying that. Thing, you know, <laughs> yeah, I know. It just feels like it's been a while since you've you know been out in beer gardens and stuff. But um, yeah, like it's obviously you get your like everyone your your bad days and your good days, but mm. it hasn't been too bad, I suppose. Um, more about yourselves. Ah, uh-huh. we're getting there. Taking over. Taking over. I think, I think definitely the most recent lockdown. I think it's been a bigger head fry in the previous ones. I think. Uh, yeah, I definitely. definitely. Okay. It was a long winter, like one. Fucking right, it was. Um, <laughs> I suppose just before we close up, in terms of you know post COVID, when we come out of all this shit, like what what are your plans? Whether that be plans to you know do more with the band or do more on your own or you know or like both yeah or both or travel or whatever yeah. it is do you have any idea uh, what you want um, to do? Uh, yeah i'm gonna do work hard in the both like just um because i quit i cut my job so i did um during the pandemic <laughs> um they were just pissing me off like you know yeah, Man, <laughs> yeah. yeah. welcome <laughs> <laughs> so yeah i was just like right i'm just gonna quit because I, I was I was I wasn't like I was making that much money there anyway and it was just like you know I'm skint anyway whilst I'm mm. working at a job going out the weekend stuff might as well just be skint and just kind of do what I want to do for a bit here yeah. Um, yeah so that's what I'm I'm gonna do and I'm just gonna continue doing that for a wee while until you know um I guess the point is right, it's ridiculous. I really need to start earning more money <laughs> but like no I, I, like I'm getting we all jobs and stuff here and, and there um, um, so I'm doing some like production jobs um, and writing for like a music catalog as well right. and then uh, some sort of like ads as well and um, I'm doing we sound track for like a, a documentary or like a MotoGP documentary so I'm still right. just we things like that we jobs like that you know mm-hmm. just to keep me ticking well, I will say this. Uh, I don't speak for everybody here in the North or in Ireland or in general, but um, we are happy that you quit your job because we wouldn't have had this great Balcony Sunrise fucking <laughs> tunes in this EP. You know what I mean? Like, so, you know. Um, <laughs> but I suppose, look, we've come to the, the natural conclusion, excuse, we haven't, haven't we? We have indeed. And usually at the end, um, we usually ask um, our, our lovely interviewee, um, you know, four or five questions, three questions, whatever. Uh, quick fire questions, um, just for a bit of crack. And um, now the first question um, we usually ask is, um, if you were a drink, what would you be and why? And excuse, what have people described me as? Well, David, you have experience in this. You can totally agree. The example (laughs) sort of answer we're after here is like, what type of drink would you be and why? Jack was, will be a pint of Guinness because he's an acquired taste and people only pretend to like him. (laughs) (laughs) Very good, very good. I'm always so shit at thinking of these things on the spot. <laughs> well, you have five or six of them in a row here. <laughs> 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 uh, 
Um, let me see. Oh, fuck. I am, um, I don't know, a shot of tequila. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I'm trying to think of any reason. <laughs> My head's just going, nope, not, no answer, David. <laughs> you taste salty and sweet. <laughs> oh, there you go. You said it, not mine. <laughs> Number two, what uh, superpower? If you could, any, could have any superpower, what would it be and why? What would you do with it? Um, it would be, this is also like a, it's not really a superpower, but I've always like, you know, when you're, <laughs> you're watching, uh, a t- right, say you're watching a TV, say you're, there's a cooking show on, I've always thought that, you know, when they're trying it and I'm just like, oh, I just need to try it. Yeah. Click yeah. my hands and just have the meal in front of me. <laughs> and just be able to eat whatever, whatever chef they're having. I would, I would just love to eat it. That's a really yeah, That's a pretty one. good one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's so random, but I've always, I've always just thought that. Right. Well, I, I love that, actually, to be brutally honest. Uh, <laughs> next question. If you were a crisp sandwich, what crisp would you be? What bread would you be and why? What flavour of crisp? Flavour of crisp, you know. <laughs> um, what type of bread? Uh, Brennan's bread, you know, you have to go for the classic. Of course. Today's um, bread today. Brennan, uh, today's bread tomorrow, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> today's bread last week. Um, um, what was it? What would it have? What flavour of crisps would it be or what type of crisps are um, probably just go for ready salted, uh, because you can always pop a dip. I can always put a dip, but I, I don't even know what I can <laughs> You can always use a dip, but I don't know. You can always add a little bit of sauce in the dish or what? Yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> There's a serious schism here a few weeks ago over the, the cheese and onion versus smoky bacon debate. So I think we're appalling for one of those. Yeah, w- w- which would you choose? Cheese, cheese and onion, onion or smoky bacon? bacon? Uh, cheese and onion. Fuck's sake. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's <That's> too <laughs> uh, Next one. If you could go on a date with anyone, living or dead, who would it be and why? Oh. Um, Sash Ronan. Ronan, yes. Yeah, something about that. It's just something about her. It's just very. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. You know I mean? <laughs> she is beautiful. <laughs> yeah, she's unreal. Oh, I'll say no more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll leave that one there. And the final one is, if COVID was to end right now, restrictions will be lifted, everything was back to normal, with the click of my finger, what would be the first thing you would do? Uh, probably just go on an opposite mad one. Uh, just <laughs> head out. Uh, just go out. Yeah, just go out, mate. Go, up, go, go on a two-week bender, probably. Stuff, <laughs> isn't it? Yeah, you know, <laughs> Need to get out of here, you know. Of course, of course. Tremendous. I think that's us. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yes, indeed. David, before we sign off, do you want to, what do you have coming up? Buffalo Bay, Balcony Sunrise or otherwise? And where can people find you and your uh, stuff online? Well, for Buffalo Bay, we're just cracking on with just making us, making more tunes, um, just writing more stuff. Um, and with Balcony Sunrise, I'm just, after the, after release this EP, I'm just cracking on with uh, making some summer chilled summer tracks. So it'll be another four-track EP. Um, so I'll probably release a track a month after that, mm-hmm. every month. Um, and yeah, I'm just on the usual Instagram, um, Spotify. It's just uh, Balcony Sunrise Music for Instagram and Balcony Sunrise Spotify. Those are the two I kind of just like to promote. <laughs> fantastic, fantastic. Well, of course, um, yes, we have come to the natural conclusion. Um, David D. Slade, Balcony Sunrise, thank you very, very much. Excuse, where can people um, go and find our pages and such things? Uh-huh. You can find us on Facebook, search you and heard nothing yet. Instagram, search you and heard nothing yet. Uh, you can listen to this um, podcast. You're presumably listening to it on one such platform. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, 
Google Podcasts, don't know who uses that, but it's there. You listen to all our old ones, new ones, and the film clubs. And YouTube as well. YouTube, yeah. We're, we actually are working through those now. Yeah, yeah. yeah we talked about it for long <laughs> enough. Those are actually getting uploaded. Uh, and yeah, and the film blog, Project Seanist. It's not just weird dating profiles in the Google search anymore. <laughs> <laughs> that's most. <laughs> Yeah, I suppose that's it. Um, well, look, like David, thank you very, very much for coming on and chatting to us. We have been Jack and Sean on. You ain't heard nothing yet.